Welcome back to Petals and Thorns. I'm X. And I'm O. And we are back to talk about The Bachelor. Yes. So we begin with Sarah fainting from last episode. And as I said last episode, she, I really liked her. She came off as sweet and genuine. And I had these vibes that, you know, or rather I didn't get vibes of her just being there for the fame and whatnot. And then this episode just completely threw me off. And now I don't know. I don't know what to think about Sarah. Um, I thought, well, she has, it's not like she's doing it for attention. She already has a rose, but maybe she is. Maybe she's getting greedy with right. the, that's what it's right. seeming like, you know, she, and lo and behold, she put a target on her own back. She did, but it's it's one of those situations where no one is right. It's more like, uh, well, Katie is right. She's the only one that's She's right. She's the only one that's right. But uh, Katie's it, the winner of this episode, by the way. We'll get back to her later. Yeah, MVP. We'll uh, MVP. We'll, we'll come back to that. But mm-hmm. it was it was bizarre because it's not, you know, I don't know what she was feeling if she was actually faint. I, mm-hmm. you know, looking back on the uh, past episode and this uh, this week's episode, it's it's um. It's hard to say uh, with Sarah what what's real and what's not at this point. Yeah. Um. It, but that being said, and we'll we'll get into it. Um. The reactions from the house. Uh. It, it kind of it revealed the true colors of of this house, or mm-hmm. or the, of certain people of this of certain people, and also of um something that we were talking about in the first episode, which is. Or something that I was talking about, which is just uh, how the mechanics of the show tends to warp how people behave, mm-hmm. whether it's on camera or mm-hmm. in private or whatever. Yeah, um, it got nasty. It got really nasty. Um, I thought previously that Victoria was the only toxic person, not to overuse that word. We're hearing it a lot, but it's she is toxic. She's mean. She's just ugh horrible and but it's you know that phrase that uh, metaphor whatever uh when bad apple ruins the bunch or whatever rotten right. apple kind of spreads and and it's it's almost like that's what's happening here and that's that's what i'm thinking too yeah like she's so nasty and then she's starting to spread her ways to a few of the of of some women who are kind of, I guess, susceptible to, I mean, you know, they weren't showing, we weren't seeing that from them before, but their insecurities are coming out. Like maybe they're threatened by Sarah. So they're taking advantage of this opportunity. We saw them gang up on her and it just got worse and worse and worse, more and more aggressive. And it's like, they kind of just went with it, you know, like they they didn't even maybe intend to go there, but then once it became a thing they just went with it and it got really bad and it wasn't the whole house i mean we should be clear about that but uh definitely once a victoria speaks up or i forget who was the first one shockingly victoria wasn't and that's that particular scene when she actually finally um when she came out of the room she came out of the room she mm -hmm. goes downstairs to apologize to the group and her very not good way yeah um it's it wasn't she wasn't the um victoria wasn't the first one to kind of speak up i I forget who it was but victoria definitely took charge immediately after and once victoria gets loud and nasty it 
escalated. What, what should have happened is you have people like a Katie where they'll try to class things up and kind of pull it back and just mm-hmm. let's reset. Let's really talk about this. But instead what you have is, you know, people like Serena or like Kit who just. Anna. Yeah. Who, who took that lead and just went with it. And, mm-hmm. and, and it, it got really ugly. It got really yeah. nasty. Like this, this whole ganging up nonsense um is exactly the type of stuff that i was uh not looking forward to when mm-hmm. this season started and it's something that i i felt um from night one i thought i like a lot of the women i like this house i have a feeling that within a few weeks it's going to de-escalate i mean uh devolve into the nastiness that mm-hmm. the bachelor is known for it's a shame it's a shame because I don't know. I, I I don't think it's in their in most of their nature, and it's sad to see people treat each other like that. You know, you you have the one with Victoria, you know, and then you think that okay, well, it's just her. There's always going to be someone, but most people are actually decent people, decent, mature, um, respectful people. We'll get rid of her, and then it'll all be fine. But they just it's it's just it's sad it was reassuring when we saw katie go talk to sarah and and mm-hmm. say that was hard to watch right i was yeah. not okay with that i'm gonna talk to you like a human being and and what we saw was beautiful and yeah. you know very sad and, but and it speaks to the the kind of person that katie is yeah. that she out of anyone else should be the most upset at the whole Sarah situation mm-hmm. because um as we'll get into the the dates and all that uh Sarah actually interrupts Katie's time. Mm-hmm. It was her moment that was ruined. It, it was her moment and then she comes back and she tries to reclaim mm-hmm. <laughs> her time. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Sarah is just being a very uh selfish is not even the word because she, uh, I get the sense that she knows exactly how good of a position she's in with Matt. Yeah. And how much time she's had with him and, yeah. and how solid their relationship is mm-hmm. at this point. Better than most women in the house. And yet she kind of turned into this passive villain. Like in this, mm-hmm. she, she, she did this whole sad, you know, uh, what's the word? Like this kind of like puppy dog mm-hmm. kind of like, Oh, what was me? me? Yeah. And, and not just with Matt, but with the women too. It's like, yeah. no, but actually, uh, this happened and this happened without mind you, she doesn't need to share her she, personal details. She doesn't have to, um, but she's saying like, it's been really hard for me, but then right. she doesn't open up and say why it's been hard for her. So they're all like hard for you. It's hard for us too but on right. top of that hard, you've had the one-on-one you've had more time with him you've gotten more attention from him so what are you talking about you know they don't see the the they don't know we didn't i didn't realize that she never told anyone else about her father's condition yeah uh, she only opened up to well she told the producers and then she opened up to matt on their one-on-one but i didn't realize that none of the other women in the house knew about that so you know 
and, and, and yes, it's a reminder that you never know what someone else is going through. So it's always important right. to give people the benefit of the doubt and have compassion. Um, but at the same time, you know, they don't have a full perspective. And so they're kind of left like, well, yeah. what's so hard for you? And, and, you know, in a show like The Bachelor, where uh, I forget who it is. Uh, did Anna make the point about time being such a commodity commodity and and uh, i yeah. think it was anna and she's like and she's a billionaire and she's a billionaire and yeah. that's a and that's a really good point yeah like, and and that's is. something that i i kind of want to see more uh out of the bachelor shows is mm -hmm. them kind of acknowledging the mechanics of this whole um production mm -hmm. because the reality is that as you're watching the episode if you're not really familiar with the rhythm of the show as you're watching the episode you think well, I mean, it's only been a couple hours. Why can't they talk to Matt? And the reality is that a lot of them get all of five to ten minutes at most to talk to uh, the lead mm -hmm. in these uh, group environments. That's why one-on-ones are golden tickets. Yeah. Uh, so so I, I understand the, the frustrations of the women. Um, and that being said, I disagree with their approach to the whole thing. Just, just the way they, they, they went about it, because even, even the women that were quiet, they're complicit in their silence. Yeah. At, at the moment that they're having that confrontation with Sarah, like they're mm -hmm. complicit in this whole bullying. Yep. And that being said, I, I think it was last week that we were talking about uh, Victoria and whether or not she might be a producer or something, mm -hmm. and I, I made the point that, uh, Bachelor Nation, uh fanatics mm -hmm. they tend to just find out everything about everyone yeah and uh sure enough uh somehow someone had had it in their memory this one picture from back in march of geez out um uh, in la on a, on a night out mm -hmm. with who at the time was just this mystery woman that no one really was clear on who she was and mm -hmm. turns out it's sarah mm -hmm. now this comes out after last week's episode in which we ended up with her fainting mm -hmm. and it i don't know if that did the job of you know kind of painting her in a different light for me mm -hmm. uh i don't think it fully got there i you, you and i talked about like it doesn't have to mean anything and mm -hmm. she also has if she is in LA and she happens to I mean she works in TV mm -hmm. and broadcast uh journalism or, or whatnot yeah but uh, what it means like you know people yeah like, if you know people you know people who knows yeah. people knows people and right eventually you rub shoulders with a g -E -Z. Mm -hmm. and Sarah's a very attractive woman mm -hmm. g -E -Z is a handsome rapper mm -hmm. makes sense that they're gonna uh pop into each other at some point and maybe even start dating yeah did they date I don't know and I frankly it doesn't matter yeah. Uh, but the way she had acted in the, at the end of the previous episode with her fainting and the way that she acted in this whole entire episode kind of, uh, kind of, it built several cases for me. Mm -hmm. It's either she doesn't like Matt and she figures, well, I got my exposure moving on. Mm -hmm. Um, or she likes Matt enough to put on this entire show um, in which she 
she she places so he plays right into her hands which mm -hmm. is uh you know you act sad you want someone to come to you yep uh you know if you've been in any sort of relationship in any sort of amount of time or dating even you you've seen this move before yeah uh and it's it almost always works like it just works yeah. uh because it preys on our decency and our caring mm, exactly yeah. and someone like matt who um he says he, he hasn't he didn't really watch the show before and it looks like he he's someone who doesn't really date that much even mm -hmm. probably doesn't have uh the the awareness to see a move like this from a mile away right whereas half of the women in the house are calling it play by play mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah. uh, at, during the one-on-one -on -one, which we should get into soon um the women are saying that Sarah going up there and doing this and doing that is just playing right into, um, I mean, it's preying on Matt's niceness. Yeah. And uh, some of the recaps we've watched uh, says that, you know, his inexperience with not just the Bachelor franchise, but just reality TV and, and maybe dating overall is really showing in a, in a moment mm -hmm. like this where yeah. not just her, but we've seen it before and little moments here and there where someone will want to pull him a certain way and he kind of just goes with it because mm -hmm. he doesn't know how to say no right and he doesn't know how to be aware of the fact that there are 20 other women around him yeah he feels like everyone deserves the same amount of attention which is not the wrong approach character wise but it is a terrible approach when you have to balance uh this many women this many people on a show yeah, he made a good save when um, he was going to take Serena P out on her one-on-one. -on -one. He came out and he said, oh, wait, sir, Sarah's not here. Will you give me five minutes? And then he goes to check on Sarah. That was a bad move that, as she yeah. said, that doesn't, doesn't set a good tone for their date. Mm -hmm. um, he went and freaking jumped on her in the bed, which also, dude, you're about to take another woman out on a date, like at least just. You know, yeah. you, if you're going to talk to her, talk to her, but you don't have to get all cozy with her. Yeah, um, yeah I looked bad. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then um, um, they, you know, they talk. That's fine. So he comes back. He fixed. I think what he said was good. It was a good save. He said, you know, I would have done that for anyone. If someone's and I think feeling it's legit. Away, then, yeah. And I, I believe it, too. Um, if anyone's feeling a certain way, then, you know, I, I want to check on you. I want to make sure you're you're all good. We're all human or whatever he said. Um, but to go back to um, Sarah um, and G-Eazy, it doesn't have to mean anything. Um, you know, as you said, some people know people who know people who know people. She met G Easy at some point. They liked each other. They went out on a date. Maybe they dated more than that one night. Maybe it was just a night out with friends. Who knows? Um, it just threw me off because again, she is allowed. She's a young, beautiful woman. Yeah. She is allowed to have a personal life and single <laughs> and single. And she it just threw me off though because we are introduced to her as this um, career woman who. Um, dropped her career to take care of her father and be his right. primary caregiver. Yes. And so you get this image of her dedicating her life to taking care of her father and being with her family. 
and then clearly taking care of herself because she's in great shape. (laughs) So she obviously she makes time to exercise and eat healthy. Um, And then she's taking care of her dad. So where in the heck does she find time (laughs) to meet G easy and go out and have a social nightlife? (laughs) Right. And (laughs) that was my thing. But again, like that's, also, you know, that might not be the right way of thinking. It just threw me off. And so after this episode that we just watched after week three yeah. with the way she acted and how she went about everything the wrong way and said and made apologies in the wrong, you know, bad apologies. Yeah. And just also like inconsistent, like he, mm-hmm. she would um, give the group one apology one way and mm-hmm. then. With Katie, she had an, uh, a different narrative, which mm-hmm. in which she confided, you know, what her situation is back home. Mm-hmm. Um, but then with Matt, she outlines that she's having difficulties. And then she also brings up the fact that the group is being, uh, you know, aggressive and toxic. Yeah. Which it's not not true, mm-hmm. but it, it shows if you were already thinking about leaving before the group went after you Mm -hmm. why is that your reasoning to matt as to why you're leaving or one of the reasons it just why do you have to make that such a point yeah her 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 you know her story she she couldn't keep it straight which that she was just a little all over the place yeah she was she was and 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 it that kind of inconsistency uh to me, it doesn't speak to someone who's kind of going through it. It just speaks to someone who doesn't really care why she leaves as long as she gets out of there. Yeah. Or she's confused or she just wants out for whatever reason, no matter what. And she's has she kind of had her mindset on yeah, that. Yeah, she's like, I, she, it's almost like she threw everything at the wall with Matt and just mm-hmm. saw what stuck. And she's like, yep, yeah, that's that's why yeah. I got to go. And, and you mentioned it, and I it also crossed my mind that she might actually not be that into Matt. I think she might actually not like him that all that much, at least not to go all, you know, to the end with him. Which is fine. And that is but fine. Just say that. But like, that's, exactly. And that's, and I, I just don't I, I forget see who it. it was, but um, in, in, the, in the house, someone said that, like, just let's be honest. Like, mm-hmm. you don't. Or make uh, up your mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just pick one and just say it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do this and then hide away for three days and then come back down for the date card. Yeah. You know, yeah, very conveniently. Yeah. Excuse it's just, me, she, just, she could not, <laughs> she just couldn't, couldn't keep her story straight when she could have just said like, Hey, I'm not feeling it. I'm going to go home. Cool. I'm mm-hmm. not feeling mad. I'm going to go home. Yeah. Cool. I'm worried about my dad. I'm going to go home. Cool. Yeah. Pick one. Just, just say something. Clearly, yeah. you have many reasons that you don't want to be there. And this is before the group went after you. So just mm-hmm. go home. And then is the point where maybe she was conflicted about uh, leaving the show so soon. Maybe, you know, if she cares, if she does care about fame or exposure, then maybe she was like, is this the right timing? Maybe I should stay a little longer mm-hmm. or, you know, or maybe she was just like, or, or maybe she genuinely uh, was worried about her father and wanted to be back home. But she was like, oh, but this experience, like, do I really want to give it up? And, right. Um, or maybe she really was feeling Matt and, and saw a future with him potentially. But she was like, well, you know, she, her mind might have been all over the place or she might have just been, again, I I can't read her. I, I lost and I lost a read on her. I, I'm not sure what yeah, to think about her. It got very, very... um 
muddy, yeah. b- very muddled, I mean, mm-hmm. over the past week mm-hmm. uh, for her. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, uh, the facts are that her father does have ALS. Mm-hmm. And she probably definitely is that that's probably something that is on her mind uh pretty consistently and again all of those things are true and i think she just posted a a, a picture on instagram recently with her father her whole family in it Mm -hmm. which good her father's so far okay and that's great so if that was her reasoning for going home cool that's mm-hmm. that's great absolutely family first i fully believe mm-hmm. that yeah it was just my my only issue is the fact that she tried to kind of set this whole storyline about like oh i'm i fell so hard for him after two weeks and a date that mm-hmm. i'm just really going through it and i don't know how i feel about the sharing jealousy him and yeah yeah and the, at, the, at the group date with the um <laughs> that fun hilarious erotica group date where everyone was laughing their asses off yeah and it's also hilarious that chris harrison wrote an erotica book well um, <laughs> he, uh, okay hold on hold on i i don't think it's an erotica book well, i think it's a romance novel that happens to have novel. some pretty intense scenes apparently which is funny to me because i remember uh in the video and the the cast uh reveal mm-hmm. the book was in the background and i think back when they tried to do the whole greatest seasons of all time that book was in the background so he's been subtly shameless plugging yeah not even shameless it's been subtle i'll give him that it's just been no. placed there as the well, core. it was subtle now it was shameless well now now it's just like yeah now it's kind well, of but he wasn't even there for it he said i i created a date and then ashley i is the one who's reading from the book and yeah he's and a very important writer his name is chris oh, harrison which which makes sense i mean clearly he's moving on from the show oh no which you know, it's a conversation yeah, for later, probably though. Later, a different episode. I've been dreading it. But um, you know, over the past couple of seasons, we've seen a lot of cameos and him mm-hmm. going off uh, to take his son to school mm-hmm. and all that. And but now you're seeing Ashley I back, and now they're plugging his book. Mm-hmm. So obviously, um, ABC is kind of uh, prepping the the ground for someone or some ones. <laughs> Yeah, coming in and taking over. Yeah, not to linger too much on Sarah, Sarah, because we need to move on to Serena. Um, But she mentioning she was, you know, such a fun date. Everyone was laughing. It it should have been fun. I thought it was a lame excuse for her to say that it was a dagger through her heart or whatever she said, (laughs) and that she was feeling jealousy, and that you know she um, clearly was so she had gotten so. She was. She feels like she's further along with Matt than any of the other women are, and which is true. Very, yeah, but it's a little self-centered way of thinking. At the same time, I mean, believe in yourself. No one else. She's will. not the only one who's had a one-on-one <laughs> at this true. point. So, and yet, yes, believe in yourself, but keep it to yourself too. You know, <laughs> <laughs> not on that show. You wanna. You wanna. Uh, uh, speak it into his existence feed, as feed much. The producers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think she was just grasping for any little thing that she could use as an excuse to talk about her feelings. And I found it interesting that for a while there, she wasn't bringing up her father at all. 
um, until, you know, her little sit down with Katie. And that was um, very... Well, to be fair, it's been a week. Yeah. Again, I didn't... <laughs> no, but she she's talked to the camera plenty about her family. So I'm saying even on those interviews, she wasn't... At one point, she wasn't mentioning that it was difficult for her because of... Her no, that's true. Father, that's, she that's was true. for yeah. for a time there. She didn't bring him up, and I was like, "Oh, so right now you really are struggling emotionally because of jealousy because you feel so strongly about Mad, and there's all these <laughs> other women here, and you know, it was just it it was confusing. Yes. Um, but that date was fun and hilarious. Yeah, um, a lot of cringe, a lot of a lot uh, of cringe. A lot of uh, horniness. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, couldn't really follow some of what they were saying with all the bleeps. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure it was a gas. <laughs> they had a great time. They were laughing their asses off. They were cackling. They were blushing. They were making all these faces. And it Choking looked like a lot of fun. and all that. And yeah. they thought that Victoria's story was great. Good Which, for them. I don't think that they necessarily liked her after that it I wasn't think, a redemption yeah, but right, they right. had fun with it for whatever time she was on that stage uh it was entertaining <laughs> it was very entertaining she 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 did her job on that stage and yeah that's cool okay uh, good for you <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah and then uh, yeah again katie's katie's is one that we would expect would have been great, but too many bleeps couldn't keep up with it. Her hair was all, it was started in a ponytail and then it was somewhere <laughs> she's, else. And just like trying to comb it, keep it together by happened. the end. And, and towards the end, they completely cut away from her. All we got was mm -hmm. uh, reaction shots and you came back and her yeah. hair was all undone. She's uh -huh. pulling back. So I don't know Who what, knows what she did. I don't know what she was doing on that stage, but <laughs> shouts to her. Yeah. Um. Okay. So moving on. Serena P had a one-on-one -on -one as well. Super yeah. cute. Adorable. <laughs> she's adorable. She seems so sweet. And well, she's um, Canadian, so it makes sense. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Canadians are so nice. Yeah, unproblematic. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um that that just seemed, you know, like a, a, a good time. And she said, I'm falling in like with you, which was very practical. <laughs> but then fast forward <laughs> uh, two minutes and she's saying, I potentially see myself falling in love with you. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, she was hesitant, hesitant in saying that too. And she's like, which is weird. <laughs> it was very cute. And um, yeah. I, I like their, um, the rapport. It's, it's, their chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like ironically, um, not ironically, I guess, because um, she is 22, I believe, 24. Something like that. Something like that. Matt is late 20s. 29. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting that it is, it, it's her that kind of has to uh, pull him out of his own head. Mm -hmm. she, like she keeps him interested in on his toes and trying to keep up with her and reacting and, and just having, you know, just cracking jokes and, I, I like her like I, I like the conversations that she kind of puts together and she just forces Matt into a conversation whether he likes it or not and yeah. I and it's pleasant conversation mind you like it's all good mm -hmm. vibes and oh yeah she's, she's such a good energy you yeah. mentioned when you know it he didn't set the best tone for their date by going to talk to Sarah um but she 
maintained a smile and just good vibes Mm -hmm. not just not just a smile like you could she was radiating with positive energy right um it just shows it seems like she's that type of person who's just Mm -hmm. positive and optimistic and doesn't let things phase her ruin her day oh by the way the only good moment to come from victoria doesn't make her a good person, Not but she all. actually had a moment where I was like, okay, there's your little shining moment. A more glimpse. of that, <laughs> a glimpse. You should do more of that. Less of everything else is when, um, Serena, um, got up to, for all I know it was fake, but, um, when finally he came back and he took Serena away and, and, you know, and they, they were like, yeah, they asked about Sarah and he's like, she's fine or something. And then Victoria yelled, well, now it's Serena's day or something like that. Yeah. She yelled, um, uh, yeah, it's Serena's day now. And basically like, uh, kind of hyping her up, making her feel better again or special or whatever, because it's now her time with Matt. And, um, and that kind of like made her cheer and smile and, you know, um, that's the only instance where Victoria came off as decent because she, you know, uplifted one of the other women. Counterpoint. Uh-huh. She only said that to instigate. Against Sarah. Yeah. Not yeah, because. That, that too, but also just to instigate within Serena and Matt to kind of have Serena go like, yeah, what the hell? It's my day. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what, what was that about? Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. uh, kind of like. Good point. Start the day with a conflict. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Which he, is, he already don't looks think it did, but he already looks bad. Uh, but Sarah might be on her way out. Mm-hmm. It's Serena. Uh, peace. Uh, one on one date. Let me throw a wrench in there to start with. But it's gonna be so passive that mm-hmm. he's not gonna notice it. Yeah. Yeah. So. And um, also, God, it's just it blows my mind. Still, I hate to keep bringing her up, but how comically mean girl she is like how oh she's a she's a whole character yeah uh, it's because well, like, how fake she was with sarah like oh we were really worried about you mm-hmm. um you know and yeah. i'm not uh she said oh yeah and sarah was like oh yeah i think we have a good relationship she's like oh i, I was re- we we're really worried about you swear <laughs> it's so fake like fake's not even enough to well, describe listen, one day one day you and i are going to get really into wrestling. I'm going to get you into wrestling. And you're going to see that type of character and, and dialogue so many times. Yeah, but that's fun. It's wrestling. This is supposed to be like real humans interacting with each other. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, all I'm saying is that she's someone who clearly recognizes that it's a TV show. And and she fully Embraces plays up. that and yeah. plays it up. Yeah, because she, disgusting. She, she, realize, she knows a show like The Bachelor is not going to get rid of her for at least three or four weeks if she just ramps the drama up. And she, if she completely embodies the drama in the house and no one else is trying to take that spot, she's going to be on that show for at least three to four weeks. And that's exactly what it looks like. She's going to be there at, mm-hmm. at least four weeks. Yeah. So. Well, preview next week. Five new women. Yes. Not including Heather. Not including we Heather. We got that wrong last time. It was actually, it's five women and then Heather comes in later. Um, we see a lot of one whose name we found out is Michelle. 
Yeah. Um, and it's suspected she might go far. Yeah, she's very um, prominent, and mm-hmm. uh, not well. She was present as far as um, I mean, as early as the season preview. Yeah. And even though she was not a night one, exactly. She was not in the mm-hmm. casting uh, stream. Yeah. So, so it's it, like they were trying to put her in our subconscious. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, she's and, not present for the first three weeks. Right. But she goes far, so we have to kind of like be, you know, babied into <laughs> um, being used to her or something. Yeah, the subliminals, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll see how that goes. That starts next week. And, okay, I just want to touch on Katie some more because yeah, as let's, we... Yeah, let's, let's cap it off with Katie. Yeah, as we mentioned, she was our MVP this week. Definitely. She already came off as cool from the beginning. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it was fun night one with the dildo. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, she's having a good time with it. And then it got to a point where it was like, all right, all right, all right. We get yeah, it, we get she, it. Yeah, for, for, <laughs> for that first night, uh, you thought... Oh, she's the quirky one that's going to be gone next week. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of the edit she got. The, but, but then the past episode, I, I she really grew on me for little little moments that she had. Yeah. I thought, oh, she's pretty chill. Yeah, yeah no, like I, she, she always came off as chill and cool and fun. Um, but then we saw a deeper side to her yeah. on this past episode where we see not only is she all of that, she's also mature, yeah. respectful, kind hearted. Mm hmm. A feminist pro woman, like she's not cool with the bashing of the other women. No, not at all. She's clearly about uplifting the women around her and 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 um kind of just leveling with. She's the type of person who would think we're all adults here. Yeah, let's talk. You know, let's because she does confront Sarah and yeah. she was stern with her. Uh, when, you know, to, to make it clear to her that it wasn't cool how she just barged in on a mm-hmm. group date that wasn't hers and interrupted right. her time when she was finally having a good moment with Matt. And that was, you know, that was hard for Katie. So she yeah. was stern with her and she, you know, told her how she felt. She confronted her, which is a good thing to do as an adult. You should be direct with. You um, use your words. You <laughs> use your words and you are direct with people about how you feel and um but then on the flip side, she witnesses Sarah being attacked and gained up on and it just got really nasty and mm-hmm. escalated terribly. So she goes and talks to Sarah as a, you know, another compassionate human being and and listens and, you know, checks on her and even says, as much as I hate to say this because let's be real it's a competition we're both you know we're all fighting for and 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 she interrupted her time and she interrupted her time so she is definitely being she has zero incentive to yeah she has Um, zero incentive to be any of this but exactly she makes that decision exactly zero incentive to help her out or be nice to her but because she's clearly a good person mm-hmm. and she says, you know, I don't want you to leave. If there's actually a connection between you two, if there's something real between you, you shouldn't leave because, you know, you're going to leave him wondering what if, and, and, you know, I wouldn't want to be a backup plan. I wouldn't want to be second choice. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if Matt feels as strongly as he seemed to feel about mm-hmm. Sarah, like willing to do, all these things and all the things he said, like, you know, every day, if I need to come check on you, I will check on you. If, if that relationship is that strong, mm-hmm. that makes it so anyone else that's left in the house is a 
back up mm-hmm. it's it's a winner by default like it's which makes sense why would they bring in new why they would bring in new women because maybe he's left so heartbroken that he's not as interested in the women right, that are left right. in the house yeah exactly but, no um, that's a really good point it's yeah. it's it reminds me of uh colton and and cassie like imagine mm-hmm. if cassie left on the third week and colton still had to kind of go through like you just knew that anyone else was going to be a yeah a backup for him and yeah. you don't you don't want that looming over like it's right it's claire and dale all over again like you just know that no one else in there is gonna matter matter <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um so you know so katie can then relate you see in her the subtleties of her uh reaction the subtle reaction and in her eyes and the emotion that welled up in katie mm-hmm. um well obviously she could relate because her father passed away in 2012 right she didn't go into too many details but she said that so that she could give the advice of oh okay well that changes everything i yes. i totally support you then if you want to leave like i meant what i said i don't want you to go because you know if there's really something there with Uh, Matt, you should explore it. But now that I know this piece of information, that's your father. I wasn't able to say goodbye to my father. So I know how horrendous that is, how how heartbreaking and how much that can destroy a person to not be able to say goodbye to someone they love so much and never be able to see them again. They pass away. Like that's just that's it you know and so she's saying go be with him then if that's what you're feeling if you're feeling called to be with your family be with your father Mm -hmm. i absolutely encourage you to do that because the worst thing that could happen is if you lose him while you're here and you know you're in your this isn't even on top of uh, that on top of everything because it's not just about them ganging up on her it's everything else she said you know it's not just it's just not a good situation that she's in and it really speaks to um, Katie, uh, her character and her empathy. Mm-hmm. The fact that mm-hmm. at least um, what they connect on is on their fathers. Mm-hmm. And it, it it speaks to her character that whether or not Sarah is actually leaving because of, of her father, Katie still uh, empathizes if that mm-hmm. were the situation. Like she fully immediately connects and mm-hmm. and feels it and 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 relates and tells her like you said you know if if this is what's happening then absolutely go be with your family you know both things can be true she and matt could have the best uh connection in that whole house and 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 katie can also can both want her out of the way for herself but also understand that if that's as strong a a relationship as as it looks then stay and see it through mm-hmm. and she can also want her to go be with her family yeah like it, it's both things can be true here and that's kind of that's why this situation with sarah to me is so frustrating is because she doesn't pick a lane and, and and say it or says that it's all of these things she just her story is super shaky the whole time but yeah at least for that moment with katie mm-hmm. they connected on their fathers and she immediately empathized with her and and hated the fact that um Anything that took place the day before took place with the group completely ganging up on her. So she goes back to the group and tells them, you know, so I just spoke with Sarah, um, basically says, keep in mind, we don't know each other's stories. You don't always know people's stories. Um, She's she has a big family thing going on right now. That's the extent to of the details that she gives. She doesn't give any details except a family thing which is the extent that anyone should 
It, yeah, she should have it's that not conversation, her, uh, you know, she confided, Sarah confided in Katie. So it's not her information to share. Um, so I found it very respectful of her to say it the way she said she, the, the way that she addressed the group was very classy. As she said, stay classy. Remember to stay classy. Like in other words, like, Hey, reel it back. Yeah. Like reel it the, back. We, we all know what we're here for, but at mm -hmm. the same time, when shit gets real, let's be chill about it. Like we don't need to uh, heighten the yeah. uh, uh, the silliness of this all. Like yeah. for one moment, let's be humans and let's mm -hmm. understand. Which Victoria is incapable of because all she heard was Sarah decided to leave and she clapped, even yeah. though um, it, like completely went over her, her Which head. Which mind then. you, that could just be a you know a. Uh, just the, the way it was edited it could be but, but but at least for that moment the way it was edited not classy seems like <laughs> she didn't care uh, about anything that she's going through all she cared about is getting rid of the competition back to katie yes. we see in the preview that uh one of these five women is rumored to be an escort or get paid to entertain men or mm -hmm. whatever right anna right. is saying oh i heard this rumor and blah blah blah, blah. and yeah, she like anna and victoria, con continues yeah. to spread the rumor and she shares it with victoria and anna is starting to come off to me like a spawn of victoria and it's i don't <laughs> it's like contagious. it it's, it's yeah. ugly um and so what i want to point out because we can speculate who they're talking about mm -hmm. uh probably one of the new women and we based on a preview we can probably figure out which one yeah, it they is they kind of edit it to they frame exactly who it is yeah because possibly. um she said this could ruin my life mm -hmm. um do you remember her name Brittany. Brittany. Br Brittany? i think it's Brittany. Yeah. um so she says that and then we see a glimpse of Katie talking to Matt saying this could ruin her life. Yeah. And based on what we saw about uh, saw of Katie in this past episode, she is probably bringing it to Matt's attention because she doesn't like what's happening yet again. Right. The other women are being nasty and evil and just yucky. And she is trying to get ahead of it and not allow it to get so you know bad and yeah, she, ugly she doesn't and toxic want and if it could really ruin this girl's life whether she's an escort or not first of all uh shaming in general is yeah. nasty it's, it's it's gross yeah and it's not okay and um but so whether she is or not but maybe she's not even an escort it was a, a rumor maybe she's she has nothing to do with that yeah she's saying it could ruin her life Katie doesn't want that. She's a good person. Yeah. No one should want that for anyone. No one should want anyone's life to be ruined over something like this. Yeah, and and to what I would imagine Katie's point would be, uh, whether or not she's a sex worker is one irrelevant in the mm -hmm. in the terms in the context of the show. Mm -hmm. You're there. We have flight attendants. We have attorneys. Like it literally does not matter what your occupation is. Correct. And you're there for a reason, whether it's exposure or love. It doesn't matter. Uh, but your occupation literally never uh, comes into play in any sort of way. If she's a sex worker, sex work is real work. It's absurd that we have to say that in 2020, 2021. Mm -hmm. Uh so weird to me that it would be a a house of women who would 
come out so nasty against someone who maybe, possibly, we heard, it's rumored, that might be a sex worker. It has been said. Yeah, many people are saying that. <laughs> uh, it's just, um, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and I don't, I don't like it. And yeah. it's, it's, it, it goes back to um, my biggest gripe with this whole franchise. Not a gripe. It's, it's a confusion that I have. It's how the better seasons are with Bachelorettes as, mm-hmm. as the leads. Mm-hmm. But the female contestants on The Bachelor tend to be so ugly in, in their in the way they behave. Sorry. Because not only are the bachelorettes so level-headed about most situations and are able to kind of diffuse or or at least they don't they don't instigate, they don't really look for for the drama. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not saying that Matt James is. I'm just saying that he is he's unaware of what's happening in the house and that's that might be a problem uh as this season progresses that he's not aware of everything that's happening which is why i like that katie's having that conversation with him because he uh, that conversation that he had with um what's her name victoria about Marilyn, and he was all concerned about like whoa is this happening in the house i don't like that mm-hmm. you don't know that you yeah you haven't talked to enough people exactly. you just kind of went off of one source yeah but anyway uh the point that I was trying to make is that uh, it's so interesting to me that you have the bachelorettes who kind of set such a good tone for the house and the men in the house who, for the most part, tend to be so cool and level-headed and just instantly click with each other. Even if they don't like each other, you can kind of see that they still enjoy each other's space. Like we had Noah and Bennett mm-hmm. who had the probably the biggest <laughs> feud of the last season, but and the mental and the all they had fun they have fun they're joking around they're like yeah i don't have to like we don't have to be bros but i don't hate you you can still <laughs> yeah. hang out and drink green juice you, you know little uh, herb. whereas with the women in most seasons it tends to be only a handful of weeks before they start just clawing each other's eyes out yeah and it's just it's unfortunate that that that's what this show does to 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 women whereas men the men tend to kind of actually turn more inward and and more they kind of either bro out really Mm -hmm. in really fun ways or just kind of keep to themselves and unfortunately that perpetuates a stereotype about women that they're catty and and, and emotional and emotional and and that's just not right it's not accurate because there's so many women believe in uplifting each other and right. and you know and being best friends and be, yeah. you know and having and having a sisterhood too like there's so much of that as well and and and, and that's what i want to say is that it's it's this is not me saying that I'm, I'm not criticizing any of the women on the show except victoria she can get all the criticisms <laughs> um but just it's just unfortunate that they fall prey to to the mechanics of the show it so is. quickly it is and so predictably well Needless to say, this is now a Katie Stan podcast and um, <laughs> the Katie Power Hour. <laughs> the Katie Power Hour. Everyone should be more like Katie. Yes. Okay. That is the moral of the story. That is the moral of this episode. And uh, week three, ladies and gentlemen, be more like Katie. Yes. Be a decent human being. <laughs> Have compassion and respect. Thank you very much. Good night. <laughs> night. <laughs>
Um, for real, thanks for listening. Um, Katie, if you are listening, we would love to talk to you. Yes. Um, and uh, showcase your awesomeness. Um, we will be back next week for week four. This yes. has been Petals and Thorns, and see you next time. Deuces.